<laughs> All right. So yeah, if you haven't figured it out by now, we're running a podcast, buddy. You're uh, you're oh, on you. the air with me, okay? <laughs> so 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 here's so here's the deal, and and I would have I would have edited out the first part, but it was too good to miss. Oh, that's uh, but what but what I got to do is I got to give you the disclaimer, okay? So, okay, yeah. so you you know you've been part of the system, so you you know what I'm talking about. Okay, so we're gonna be recording the content of this conversation uh, I'm having with Phil, and it's it's gonna be put in front of a bunch of people that are gonna listen to it and uh, hopefully really enjoy it. I know they will. But uh, everything that you say is gonna be recorded, and I just okay. need your I need your consent to do that. So you you gonna be cool? Yeah, you're cool with that? Oh yeah. That's okay. All right. So th- this is also the point where I'll remind you, right? Um, not not that I need to, but you know, in, in the interest of being you know consistent across the board, I'll remind you that we're recording all this. So be careful what you say. I don't want to see you get yourself Absolutely. in any hot water with anybody. Uh, we, we 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 like to keep these things free as uh, edited free as we can. Uh, Absolutely. In- Absolutely. Well, yeah. that makes that makes sense. Great. Yeah. It's easy. You too, right? So. Well, you know, I I I I remember doing the preamble as a police officer and letting people know that you know during video interviews, like this is what we're doing. You've you know waved your yeah. right, you waved your right to counsel, and you don't have That's to answer. Right. You don't have to answer anything you don't want to. Um, you know, and you can you know, remain silent at any time or ask me to move on if you're not comfortable to any question. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Have you cool. Taping now or. What's that? Have you started taping? Oh yeah, oh yeah, we're oh. we're we're rolling right since okay. the mo- dude since the moment to. since the moment you called, okay. I managed okay. I managed to get my equipment on time. I just finished a great conversation with uh, young Heather. If you've seen her on the pages, oh yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah we we got her out, and uh, really looking forward to getting you out, dude. Like I mean, way oh, man, overdue. Bad. Way overdue. How, how the hell, you, dude? It's that's how that's how busy I've been lately. Uh, is I, I really, really, really have been looking forward to getting you out to Silverdale before the weather gets to be too cold. I know. Promise like, me. You know promise what? me. After this week. Oh uh, well, you know what? Let's 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 pick a date and let's get it done okay. because you know what? Like it's not. It's so unfair that you know you live far away and you haven't been able to join us at Silverdale. Uh, really looking forward to getting you out. So let's oh, let's yeah soon. let's 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 figure that out soon. Okay, so. Now, um, tonight is the presidential debate. Are you, oh yeah, are yeah, you, that's right. Are you are you, are you jacked or what? Oh, I, I, he's going to destroy him. <laughs> Did you hear last night when no. he said he um it had been in the Senate for like 180 years? Oh yeah, yeah like Joe, I just fell, fell over. I, you know what, Joe Biden. Joe Biden has managed to like. I mean, it's funny if you listen. If you listen to the mainstream media, they'll tell you Trump is an idiot. But but when oh, you God, listen yeah. and actually hear Joe Biden's words and how he continuously screws up, like he's 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 really said a couple of stupid he's things. Very- well, yeah, it's frightening to think that anybody would believe even for a moment that he's fit for leadership. Like I mean, oh. I don't give that guy the the, the codes, you know the, the launch codes, please. I wouldn't put him in front of a bunch of kindergarten. Uh, uh, you know, honest students. to God, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust him to operate a toaster oven. Uh, oh, he, oh. yeah, he like like I mean he. <laughs> well, he, 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 he like I mean I, I I I hate to say this, but I mean there's just enough evidence now to to kind of support the claim that he, like he sounds senile sometimes. Oh God, absolutely. You know. Absolutely. Yeah, and so to to know that he's going to go head to head with Trump, and I mean that's 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 another thing. I'm I'm going to fit this in here quickly. Um, you know, like there's a lot of opinions about you know Trump and you know Biden, and yeah. and, and certainly for people that follow American politics, uh, or 
or listen to the mainstream media. The mainstream media will kind of have you believe that, you know, Trump's this babbling idiot. And meanwhile, it, it, the total opposite appears to be true. And, and of course, you know, for anybody that's a little unsure what to believe, you only need to, um, look and see that Biden has been hiding from any form of, you know, debate or head on confrontation, you know, or verbal dialogue with, with Trump. Uh, it's going to be great to see them, you know, kind of in the same space together, uh, having discussion. And I think that if anybody has any doubts about whether or not, you know, who to believe, uh, you know, only one of the candidates has been kind of hiding out the whole time. You know, and, 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 and yeah, and I mean, so that, that's why we've, we've affectionately named him Joe Hyden around here, right? <laughs> Joe B. Hyden. So, so, so that's, so that's going on tonight. And, and, and like, that's what, what, do you know what time it's going to be on? I believe it's nine o'clock from what I did a little quick search and yep. they said nine o'clock. So I, 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 I was like, suggest starting maybe an hour before um me to because they have the preambles usually yeah and then we don't miss anything you know well it'll it'll be great to see their coverage uh, of the event i'm uh, oh, yeah I, I i think if there was ever any doubt in anyone's mind you know uh who a lot of the mainstream media groups kind of support uh you know it, it'll be funny kind of to see them cover this event i really sincerely hope um that the American public gets to see, you know, the, the, di- the differences between the two leaders. Um, it, it should be interesting. I'm, I'm grabbing my popcorn. It's going to be oh, funny. Absolutely. This is going to be the entertainment of the year. You know, this is the best thing since COVID came out, you know? Oh, oh God. <laughs> right. Don't even get me started on the COVID conversation. <laughs> oh, right. That, that, that's, that's going to be a whole podcast by itself. Oh, um, God, yeah. Well, well, people, Hey, people are really starting to call, call it out now. Um, oh, God, did you see the parade they had in Toronto? No, uh, no, 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 I didn't, I didn't yeah. see it, but I heard about it. Yeah, I heard about it. I watched a little bit of video on, I think it was Rebel News that had it. And, oh, yeah. uh, and they probably said there was only 50 people there, you know, like there's probably thousands. And, really? Uh, but- you know, our CBC, right? Well, you know what? It's funny you should mention that because, I mean, uh, I managed to get to the Integrity March in Ottawa. And, you know, the CBC, you know, I think they came as it was, you know, ending. Uh, <laughs> if, if they if they saw 800 people, maybe, maybe what they saw were the 800 people standing around that refused to go home. That's right. Uh, you know, like... <laughs> Um, you know, there were definitely not 800 people there. I I've been, you know, um, on crowd details. I've been, I've been on crowd details. I, I can, I can do a head count at a glance and there were thousands and thousands of people there. Uh, Apparently Tracy and Rod were handing out wristbands and ran out uh, when they hit 2000. No kidding. So, and, and I mean, apparently they ran out early. So, you know, uh, I will dude. I know you couldn't be there for that one, but, uh, but you, but you, you really did. uh, You missed a great opportunity uh, to see uh, Canadian gun lovers and, and people that just appreciate, you know, good old fashioned Canadian freedom all getting together. I've never seen, I've never seen a happier group of protesters in my life, actually, (laughs) to be honest. I, I have enjoyed watching a lot of the footage from different uh, people that taped it, like videoed it out there, yeah. and uh, it was amazing. Well, people walking you, their dogs and just having a great time. You well, know? you want to you want you want to hear my take on it. 
<clears throat> and I yeah. really don't think I really don't think it translated well in the footage. Like I mean, everybody everybody was so focused on no, it's not eight hundred. It's you know, more like five thousand. Uh, like that that unfortunately became the focus of of a lot of that was the CBC's poor coverage and or you know. Uh, outright lying about the number of uh, people in attendance that that kind of became the focus but really uh what i found to be fascinating about that event was how truly uh friendly uh, and 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 happy everybody seemed and it almost didn't feel like a protest it more it felt more like a festival um you know like people were smiling yep. and chatting up like all over the place um you know certainly when rod spoke uh and tracy spoke you know a lot of people cheered and yeah. and 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 i i'm gonna chalk i'm gonna chalk this one up to um i know i was just happy when i showed up uh, the great fear in my mind was, you know, it is, it is a Saturday, you know, right. it's, 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 you know, we are kind of scattered, uh, across Canada. Like, I mean, if we all lived close enough, I imagine yeah. we would have had, you know, 20 or 30,000 people oh, there. Easily. If, if, if easily. Alberta was next door, Saskatchewan mm-hmm. was next door, BC was next door, yeah. you know, if, if they had been, you know, the same distance that I was, uh, from this event. Oh yeah. It would have been... It, it been insane. Like, I mean, we had 5,000 people there and that's on a Saturday during a pandemic, you know, you know, and, and so everybody that was there, um, you know, just seemed to be really happy uh, just as I was, uh, to see people of a like mind all gathering with one purpose, you know, to, to express dissatisfaction. Yes. But like it really, the, the undertone of like, I'm glad to see you here could really be felt at least that's the way it was for me. I I could see it though on people's faces. They, they really seem to be happy in the company of other people that were going through the same thing. Um, you know, was kind of the, the, the sense I got, you know, listening to some of the conversations and, uh, it really was a great event. I got to tip our hats again to, uh, Tracy and Rod for doing a great job organizing that one. Uh, yeah, perfect, perfect, yeah, per- perfect execution, uh, to the local law enforcement, uh, that oversaw the entire event and, uh, made sure that, you know, everything ran uh, tickety boo from a security standpoint, they did a great job. Uh, I was really impressed, uh, with the level of professionalism. Uh, I was told to get down <laughs> off, a, off, off a wall pretty fast. You know, I, 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 I you, you gotta remember brother, like, you know, 20 years of service and I'm used to going where I need to, to get the things I want. And so I climbed up on, on a wall. It was a small wall. It wasn't like I was standing on top of a building, you know, trying to get a good photo, but I was told immediately get down and, you know, and I knew, um, you know, it's like, yeah, I I managed to snap a quick one though, just, just as I was coming down, you know, so I, I still got what I wanted, but, uh, at the same time, you know, it's important that, you know, we follow the instruction, uh, of uh, law enforcement. We have to, you know, law and order. Well, you know, that makes our country great. You know what? I I don't think there was any problem with my being there. I just think it's the first step in people climbing a little bit higher. And it's only a matter of time before, you know, you're on the top of the wall rather than the ledge. Right. And and so that's something that people don't understand. A lot lot of times as, you know, as in law enforcement and in corrections, it's really important to maintain kind of control of people by uh, nipping things in the bud before they get bad. That's and exactly so, yeah, great. so, but, but anyway, uh, again, you know, hats off to the law enforcement, uh, you know, and, uh, Ottawa, what a beautiful place. Like if you, if you, yeah, if you, have you been there, have you, have you been, have you been to parliament before? Oh yeah. A few times. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and like, honestly, dude, like seeing, seeing the stonework and, know. you know, and it, like, dude, like I, I, 
I was a classical studies, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, student, and I love you know architecture, beautiful architecture. Oh, so, yeah, so like, you know, Parliament yeah. is just like unbelievably beautiful, and and yep. and and this is where you know the conversation is probably going to get a little darker. What a shame that we have such idiots right now uh, right. running running around in those hallways, those beautiful uh, buildings. You it's know, a, have such it's a disgrace. You know, it if is. the people that our forefathers could just come back and glimpse what's happening now, they'd be. They would hang some people. Uh, probably, probably. I, I I can tell you that, you know, uh, we're seeing a lot of things that we're not uh, not appreciating uh, as freedom loving Canadians in this country. You know, it it. I don't want to say it started with the OIC and and the bans, but I mean, like we've seen proroguing of government and yeah. you know, shutting. Like, dude, you could you could tell when the, when the coronavirus hit and everybody you know was nervous, and then as kind of things uh, you know petered off, and we definitely had flattened the curve, and the danger levels were you know low. You could see that you know Justin Trudeau and the Liberal government didn't want to return to Parliament. Uh, oh, they, they they fought it as long as they could, I'm sure. It's, uh, it's- yeah, it, absolutely. It's been a control uh, issue right from the start. You know, control the masses. Well, you know? well, well. Keep, keeping people in the dark, uh, you know, it, it becomes exceedingly difficult to hide. You know, their misgivings when you got cameras pointed at you in parliament and you're forced to answer questions at least at least as much as they answer them um you know you, you really don't get to see much uh, other than a lot of feet shuffling and verbal uh swerving and deflecting uh going on yeah. you know when they ask them questions but then then they just shut it down right right in the middle of the biggest it's, scandal it's, you know it's so people like climate barbie and Oh God! You know people like that that are actually. Did anybody think before they voted for this person? Uh, that, that's actually, what I have to think. You, you, know? You, you, you know what? Actually, it's funny that you bring up Climate Barbie. I know how much she loves being called that. Um, oh, I know. She but but Catherine Catherine McKenna, did you hear about? Did you hear about that that thing? Some people are saying it's not newsworthy. I disagree. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, I knew you. I see. I knew you're you're an animal lover, so you're oh, like me. So Nobody so you dogs you around me. Thanks. You know you know what? Like can can you believe? Okay, that Catherine McKenna. I don't even give a shit that she was in her twenties. I I don't. I really don't care. Like I mean, you to, know better to, in your twenties. To 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 kind of fake your way and get into an illegal cockfight and to you know engage in the activity of you know eating dog while uh, away on a trip in indonesia no. like i i honestly as as a canadian i'm kind of disgusted um oh, yeah like yeah, i mean I- and, and, and and i totally factor in and this is something that you know became a bit of a, a hot topic on the page i totally factor in that there are parts of the world where uh animals are eaten that you know we might consider domesticated pets here and right. i and i get it you know like they're they're considered a food source that's not yep. the issue uh the issue i have when you sit down and eat a dog dinner you in my mind anyway you kind of support all the activities that go along with um, that 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 particular industry on that part of the world is is the treatment of the animals is so fucking horrific like i mean there's got to be a a minimum standard of humane treatment given to anything you eat like here in canada you know they're oh yeah they're they're raised a certain way and they're dispatched a certain way and they're they're with the inspectors, um, there's a veterinarian on uh, in the on the in the slaughterhouse on the till floor. Yeah, like you, it's it's our standards are so high here, and then you go to somewhere where these things are caged and 
not enough room to turn around and people want to you know treat these as a food source dude like, dude, like uh, this is this is something that, you know it, it may turn off some of our listeners but i think it's it's important you know sometimes to face the ugly truth yeah. um the uncomfortable reality is is that <clears throat> You know, some people in some parts of the world eat dog, and that's that's acceptable. Uh, there are some people that believe that we shouldn't eat cows. I get that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but but if if it is the practice of your country, I can respect that. But at the same time, you know, like like in these parts of the world, they stack animals in these cages to the yeah. point where, like, their heads are sticking out of the holes, and like you can just see they're piled on each other, like like they're stacked. You yeah, know, like, like it's it, it's it's. it's, it's, it's Inhumane. Well, you probably got animals suffocating in the middle somewhere, and yeah. you know, like, like, in, in, and then you know, they proceed to club them over the head, and and I yeah. mean, in many cases, That's it. it's it's a horrid death, it's a horrid life from the time the puppies, and if you're eating dogs, it's it's from the start to the finish. That animal has a horrid life. Oh, oh, you know, and, and then and then and then of course, don't even get me started on. Uh, I, I understand they're not the the usual practices, but during like you know festivals and stuff, there there is some belief in these um, eastern communities uh, that that the animal you know suffering and being put through pain will somehow will somehow make the meat taste better so like there there are well documented cases of you know these animals being you know boiled and fried alive or blowtorched you know like it's it's really it's really it's really crazy to see that kind of treatment and of course now in the middle of it we've got our leader Catherine McKenna enjoying Mm -hmm. a dog dinner and you know and I don't care that it was 20 years ago it really doesn't matter to me because uh, you've got to know that that kind of thing is going on and if you see them preparing you know these animals you're supportive of that you know find something else to eat Um, and and that's our leadership and anybody that would you know uh, I've heard bribe their way into an illegal cockfight to watch two animals you know fight uh, aggressively until one you know maims or kills the other like I mean what 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 are you all about it speaks a lot it speaks to character it's, it's, it's one of the most cruel sports there is because they tie blades onto their legs and they literally tear each other apart. Yeah, and, and and so so Catherine McKenna apparently attended these. You know, the mainstream media groups they're they're kid gloving it, of course, with her. They're not really covering it all that much. Um, you know, we'll do it here because I, I, I think that you know this is and it all comes full circle back to Justin Trudeau. This is one of his hand picked you know, top right. top dogs. You know, she that's she right. actually she was in charge. Uh, you know, that's why they call her Climate Barbie the, of the environment. Uh, she yeah. was yeah Pretty she was scary. right. She, so she's the minister of the environment. Until she's caught uh, at at some sort of uh, lounge type setting in some sort of lounge type setting, where where someone catches her on camera saying right. saying that if you repeat something often enough, they'll buy it. You know, just keep saying it again right. and again, and you know what? Eventually, it's the truth. And yeah. and so she's she's actually captured on camera. Nobody really covered that all that much, but I'm I'm dying to go back and find that video again. If you if oh. you get it, dude, if you could dig it up and send it to me, I'd really appreciate. Find it, I will, because I, I've seen parts of it, and I would love dearly to find the whole thing because I can only imagine what else she said. Well, you know, it, it really, it really uh, does speak to to some degree of you know whether you like to say it or not. Brainwashing. They're, they're saying like you know oh, just keep repeating it, just keep repeating it often enough, and eventually they'll believe it. it it's it's a very old tactic. Uh, oh God, know. yeah. I was going to say it's just like the old uh, Soviet Union, you know, when they're re-educating people. Yeah. You, you, 
it over and over and over. we've got it right now. Yeah, you know what? It, it, it's it's store and they got keep six <clears throat> feet away. You know, put your mask on, wash your hands, and, and they have billboards before you. You know, all over the place, flashing this stuff. It's well, it's 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 it's, 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 it's interesting. <clears throat> you know, there there are uh, a growing number of Canadians that believe that the uh, mainstream media groups are being used as as a basically a propaganda tool by this government, which isn't a giant stretch. I mean, if your paycheck is signed by a certain person or, or right. group, you know, uh, and or if the future of continued uh, payments for your services is completely dependent upon, you know, the maintaining uh, of power by that group, then you could see easily why they might not be uh, reporting news that, that that group finds unsavory. Uh, or not to their you know satisfaction, so so again not a huge stretch to believe that the mainstream media group isn't going to report on this. But you got Catherine McKenna, you know she's she's eating dogs and she's she's saying things like you know well we'll we'll just keep repeating it and they'll eventually believe it. Like these these are uh, our Canadian leaders in the Liberal Party, and you know like the the fact in our country. Well, it's it it, it really speaks to how little how little. Uh, you know, confidence they have in the intelligence of the public. Well, that's correct. I, I yeah. think that a lot of people are seeing through it now, and uh, I think that more and more every day uh, we're going to see people waking up to the truth, uh, which is that this government has been misbehaving mm-hmm. since they took office. Yeah, it's just like Justin and his blackface. I can't for one moment believe that the uh, Liberal Party didn't know about this beforehand. Oh, before what? They- took him in as their leader whether whether they knew about it or not like at that point you would think that any any normal leader would step down from office uh, that that we we all knew that wasn't going to happen uh, no, no. no but like i mean or or he should have been forced down by the party yes uh, you know, for the people that, you know, haven't been following the news and or this is the first time you're hearing it, uh, they called it brown face, I think, in an, in an effort to kind of soften it because <laughs> right. uh, he was he was at several parties wearing, you know, blackface or it appears to be blackface in some and others. He's uh, like an Aladdin character. I, right. I, you know, like, you know what? I, 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 I could sit there and forgive some of it and say, well, you know, you wanted to be Aladdin. So you, you know, put on some brown paint in a turban um you know maybe you didn't know any better because you were young but like it, it seemed to happen repetitively and uh it seemed to be a reoccurring theme in justin trudeau's life and yet instead of punishing uh him for the activity the way i'm sure the mainstream media would have done had it been a conservative member uh, oh, God, like they they completely gave they completely gave him a pass on that they gave him a yeah. pass on that the groper event you know that was swept under the carpet pretty fast uh you know all the evidence was there for that one like i mean you've got a reporter you know coming forward well eventually uh, the story is produced and then of course the reporter comes forward and says like yeah it did happen but uh, you know there isn't much in terms of details other than the fact that you know justin trudeau said uh, had apologized i guess for for uh, grabbing this uh, young girl at a festival in uh, in Kokanee there, and 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 
and apologized, saying, "Had I known you were, you know, uh, a reporter, I would have, you know, treated you I'd differently. Never done it. <laughs> I would have never done it." And and if, and then and That's the mainstream media today doesn't dive all over that one. I, I mean, know. especially with the Me Too movement in full swing. Right. You know, you got you got Hollywood stars saying something's got to be done about you know this kind of harassment and mistreatment of women, and yet you know, and and this is like the woke leader to end all woke right. leaders, That's and right. it, he of all people, if he's got something like that in his history you know that he should have never he should have never opened his mouth and called himself a feminist and said that he was you know so so uh self-aware like like oh my god but they 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 let him they let him off on that one too biggest hypocrite canadian politics has ever seen ever ever Ever. let me let me ask you this you're i mean you you and i are roughly the same age have you ever seen anything like this like ever in my years i'm not nope no, I'm it'll be 57 in a couple months, and uh, I've never seen anything like this. It's it's Ever. absolutely insane. Like I mean, on both sides of the border, uh, we've got yeah. all kinds of craziness going on. Like this. This government, I mean, they've been spending us into oblivion long before uh, the arrival of COVID. They like to kind of chalk it up to the COVID pandemic crisis. But the truth is, is that the the liberal government here in Canada has been making bad decisions uh, for this country since the start. Um, And uh, certainly it seems to be a continuation of uh, Pierre. Policy. I think this is a liberal uh, doctrine is to spend, spend, spend on every special interest group that there's out there and forget about the little people. Just well, you know, it's, 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 it's an exercise in vote buying, in my opinion. Exactly. Uh, you know, well, well, at this at this stage it is. Before, there, there were lots of decisions made. Like, I mean, they killed the energy sector. Uh, they destroyed yeah. that. that, that, you know, like, I mean, there's, so there's a lot of jobs and, and certainly a lot of money to be made here in Canada responsibly, um, you know, for everybody out there that's uh, big on climate change, Canada leads the world, you know, uh, doing things really by, uh, uh, by the book and uh, to the letter. And, and we, we produce, you know, a, a lot of great products here, but like oil, oil is enormous. Like, I mean, it really, you know, it, it, it sustain ourselves, but it boggles me by why we import oil into Canada at all, we, at all, we at all. Well, you know, I, Hey, listen, buddy. Well, while I was in Alberta, you know, I was surprised at how low the gas prices were. Um, you know, like you could, you could see close to the source that, uh, you know, you you could, you could definitely enjoy the benefits of, you know, gas. Like, is that, that's a gas price. Like I'm like, that (laughs) that was, that was what I was like. In addition to all this great scenery, there's your gas prices. Well, shit, I can afford to drive around all day and enjoy this. Uh, (laughs) Right. Oh my God. Yeah. So, you know, um, but uh, but no, back 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 to this government, though, like, I mean, watching Justin Trudeau uh, essentially bankrupt the country and then at the height of it all, you know, continue to throw money around at, at things that kind of defy uh, rational explanation. Like, what what are you thinking as a Canadian now? Like, I mean, as a, as a Canadian, uh, you know, that's been on the planet almost six decades. Like, what, where, where do you think we're going from here, buddy? Like, I mean, what's your take on things? I, I can only hope that the people, like I heard the other day, Justin saying the people don't want an election. I'm going, uh, like I'm, my head was going to explode. Like everybody I talked to wants it. They yeah. want to get rid of him. I, I've, like I've, we've dealt with his, when I was younger, dealt with his father. Yeah. I thought his father was bad, but this kid just is a spoiled rich kid that 
never did anything in his life or never done anything with his life worth a pound of salt. And uh, he, this country, can we can only hope that the next election we destroy the Liberals. Like, destroy that party. No party status. Like, just well, move them off to the earth. <clears throat> That, that's what we got to do to turn things around. Yeah, a, a big a big win for the conservative government yeah, uh, would absolutely. be would be definitely a great yeah. start on getting us turned around. I don't think people realize like the damage they're doing now. Like oh. it it doesn't matter who's I'm in office. Aim for it. Oh, you know, like following following the next election, should we be lucky enough? to uh, elect a conservative government that will bring back fiscal responsibility to our great nation. Uh, they're going to be tasked with probably the most monumental, uh, monumentally epic, you know, uh, journey ever into trying to figure out ways to get this country back on its feet after what this government has done to it. And, with, with the, uh, the income tax just taken from the workers alone out in Alberta and the oil fields, where, where did this money, like, where do they imagine, like, are they twinkling their nose or what? Where's it coming from? They're, print, they're printing it. They just keep yeah, printing. They'll, just, they'll just keep printing it. If we, yep. we ran out of money, no problem. Let's let's yep. print some more. That's all I can see is, is that, you know, or they're going to sell our resources to the Chinese or something like that. Other countries did it that are in in a bind yeah well you yeah. know what? see i'm not i'm not entirely comfortable uh continuing to china to sell uh canadian resources to the chinese uh government i have no i have no problems with uh the chinese population or the chinese people oh, good. Uh, you know I, lo- I love them but the but the government the government the government can go pound salt i don't want anything to do with the communist government anybody you know what? and anybody that would call me a racist uh or, or make make an effort to paint me into that light i could tell you right now you can go fuck yourself because I, I have i i i love the chinese people i lo- actually i love them so much i'd love to see them get from out from underneath uh communist rule because that that'd be the only way for them to truly enjoy life again oh yeah that's exactly it and and, and i can say that the, the exact same thing i am no racist no bigot my son-in-law is half chinese vietnamese okay. and you know so i can say that that's just garbage yeah you know it's you ever called me a racist no i'm against the chinese government in china the communist regime there that's where i have a problem not well, with people well you know there's there's such an enormous history of you know human rights violations and oh. uh, certainly a degree of control that they have over their population and it makes me yeah. insanely nervous to at any point in justin trudeau's career to hear him say that he has uh, an appreciation a and a love a love for that 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 kind of communist regime uh you know because it has the ability to turn the economy around on a dime well that that's that's nice uh, how many people's rights have to be trampled on in order to get there yeah. like i mean how many how, like well, this this is hold on this is this is one of those things i think people don't get is no. like like in a place like china you can get a knock on your door like for all those kids out there that romanticize uh you know the communist you know type governments uh, you know i don't think you realize that if you have an opinion that differs from what the the party 
uh, thinks is best for the people. If they deem you to be, you know, uh, counterproductive to their uh, efforts and or if, you know, you, heaven forbid you should be a threat, you can get a knock on the door, be brought in for questioning. And I mean, you see grown men cry, um, you know, getting questioned and then and then people just like up and disappear. Like that, that's the thing I think people don't understand. Like, I mean, you just have to look back in history to see where, you know, socialism and, you know, communist, right. communist governments take people. Yeah. Like, I mean, people, people just disappear. Like you can hear, you can hear people from that country that have fled it, you know, like don't want to be anywhere near it anymore saying like, you know, people are disappearing, you know, like it, it's, it's, these people are not, you know, uh, going on vacations, folks. Like, no, I mean, God, no. you know, uh, you got, you got, you know, the communist party in full control over the military slash police and, and people are you know removed from homes never to be seen again like imagine right. living you know in an environment where they watch every single thing you do and yeah. anything you do that they don't like they suddenly start removing privileges and ultimately should you be uh, deemed a threat you might disappear yeah right? well like, don't they that new system there that's a social responsibility or something and it's uh, you gain points for doing good things and you deduct points because everything is on CCTV uh, like cameras follow you everywhere that's it's 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 not tinfoil hat like, I mean, no, for, God, for no. you know, like people, 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 you know, I, I'm sure there's some people out there that shrug their shoulders and say like, you know, like, what's he talking about? No, yeah. like, like they, they actually have cameras like almost everywhere. And, and these, these cameras capture, um, obviously imagery of you engaging in whatever activities you're engaging in. If the cameras that recognize you through, you know, whatever facial recognition technology and software they have, they recognize you. And then of course, um, will punish you and or reward you based on what you're doing out there. And so, and heaven forbid, you know, somebody should find out you're doing something you shouldn't be doing, you know, even indoors in your own home, you know, you can be, you can be dragged in for questioning and, or all the way to maybe getting an unfriendly knock at the door and being asked to come for a ride that you'll never come back from. Um, You know, that's part of that system. What's that? It is. It's mind-boggling to think that that actually can happen, but then to have a prime minister that actually says he he admires that kind of system just blows my mind. Well, 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 this is is where I get kind of you know, a little bit crazy is is you start to think about things. Well, this is where you start to think about things like it's not, it's not out of the realm of possibilities that we're heading in that direction. Like, I mean, like you, 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 you look at the policies, okay. That are destroying small businesses, but the corporations are doing quite well. You're still able to shop at Walmart. That's never, that's never stopped moving along. You know, like the big, the big companies are doing really well. Small businesses are being crushed, you know, everywhere at the same time, you've got, you know, the strong suggestion that they're putting together uh, bills to control the media groups, and, you know, licensing for, you know, media groups and uh, patrolling the, the Internet. You've already seen, you know, uh, the aftermath of fact checking and, uh, you know, Internet content being censored uh, in social media. And, and this government is looking to, I guess, codify it in law somehow uh, that they, they'll have a degree of control over uh, what people say and, and do and are able to put on the internet, which is uh, kind of a, a frightening affront to free speech, if you ask me, oh, and, and, and a real control feature. Definitely. It's, it's going against everything that Canada ever was built upon. 
Yeah. Our ancestors came here to get away from all of the these type of things. Most people that come to Canada are trying to get away from those kind of regimes. Oh, and, talk, dude, talk to know, talk to anybody that's come from like you know Cuba or you know. That's like, right, dude. Dude, I I've spoken to a number of Chinese people. You can see the fear in their right. eyes and how they will not talk openly. Uh, about things like it's 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 kind of crazy like imagine living in a world where you know you're afraid to say out loud uh, how you really feel about something you know for fear for fear that the government will hear you or come and get you like like they're here they're all the way they're all the way on the other side of the world and and I'm I ask like you know like what's going on in Hong Kong just a simple question like that what's going on in Hong Kong oh it's it it's it's okay you know, and yeah. you, and you, and dude, you could hear it. You could hear it. I, I made the mistake of asking, um, one, one lady, uh, I was in a variety store and she just happened to uh-huh. be the person behind the counter. And, and I said, can I ask you something, you know, cause we'd already had a little bit of conversation. I, I talk mm-hmm. with people while I'm out on the road and we'd already had a little bit of conversation. I said, can I ask you something? You have cameras everywhere in, in China. Is that true? And she said, yeah, yeah. And I said, I said, are are you are you okay with that, right? And honestly, dude, like I I, I think I saw her do like a shoulder check, right? Jeez. Right? And she kind of looked at me and she goes like, it's uh, it's okay, right? And, and like I, like honestly, like like it really, <laughs> it really screams out like this nervousness, like you could feel it. And, and, and to know that people kind of live in, in that, that fear that, that follows them all the way onto the other side of the planet, like they're, they're afraid to, t- to talk about that, shit. Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. And yeah. I just can't imagine living like that, you know? No, no. I've never no. seen like this in Canada ever until Justin Trudeau came in. And then it was like, where am I living right now? Yeah, I'm- I... Canada, you know, I, I I've seen a massive decline in the last five years, and yeah. and and certainly uh, things have really changed. We're hoping to vote out this government as soon as possible. Uh, as I think, well, possible. yeah, well, I, I think I think it involves making people aware of what's happening, and and we do that here, you know, at the Canadian Gun Vault. We like to talk about some of the topics that uh, other people won't, uh, and or we like you know at least try and approach the subjects, uh, you know, objectively and uh, responsibly. Yeah. That's it, you know. It's it's you gotta have an open dialogue, you know. Like we're not wearing, like you said, tinfoil hats here. This is what we see on a daily basis, and and when they try to steal our freedoms, that's where it ends. Well, you know what? You know, uh, twenty years, dude. Twenty years of policing in one of the roughest cities in Ontario. That's and, right. And and I can tell you that uh, seeing trouble coming is half the battle. And yeah. and of course, if you see all the indications that. Uh, troubles on the horizon it's best to you know act quickly and uh, you know to always err on the side of caution so I think it's really important that Canadians kind of wake up to the misgivings of this government and uh, start to consider the possibility that maybe they're not acting in uh, our nation's best interests oh absolutely they're not they they don't have any good intentions at all their interest is self-service and uh, trying to impose on us what they want but as a kid, I can remember the, the air raid sirens. See, there's generations that don't know anything about that in our country, yeah. about what the Cold War was like. 
and, and with communism. They don't even know what communism when the Berlin Wall came down. They just know it maybe from a history book. Well, we lived it as children, you know. The air raid siren goes on, and what do you do? You crawl under your desk, right? <laughs> and, and you go, oh, my God, here it comes, you know. Yeah. I think I was nine years old when it dawned on me that, that they could drop a bomb on us. I went home at lunchtime. I was horrified, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, like it, 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 a generation doesn't know this. A few generations. And that's why I think they've been lulled into this this comfort of that socialism and um, communism is a, such a great thing. Like Antifa and these groups think that you know, hey, we're we're the fascist bastards, right? We're gonna. But in reality, they're the true fascists because mm-hmm. they want to steal all your freedoms away and especially freedom of speech yeah. you know what I, uh, I I do remember the sirens I'm uh, just yeah. I, I, you know what and I and I remember I remember the fear Oh yeah, uh, but well, no, no, no. The first, the first time I heard them, I wasn't yep. actually, believe it or not, I wasn't actually in Canada. I was, uh, I was in the United States. Okay. And and of course we were. Um, my father used to take us on his travels to football games. We loved okay. university football in the U.S. Uh, my yep. father, of course, was a Penn State fan, and oh, right uh, you know Michigan Wolverines fan, and mm-hmm. uh, you know so we were down. I think it was, I think it was during uh, a Nittany Lion game. And uh, the sirens went, and of course you could see everybody just like froze. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Like I, an entire generation uh, doesn't understand. Like I, like oh. I, I, as a child, I remember it was explained to me that you know Russia had all their missiles pointed at us. We had uh, you know as, as North America, we had our missiles pointed at them, or at least at least the U.S. did, and, and tensions were high. And of course, uh, I don't know. Do you remember? Do you remember the day after? Do you remember that TV Absolutely. series? Oh. Absolutely. Yeah, like yep. that that was that was nuts because uh, I remember that was like ABC, well, I believe it was that put that out. It was it was you know what? It was the Walking Dead for our generation. Right, as, that's exactly uh, it. Yeah, yep. It really yep. it really was. So for anybody out there that <clears throat> has never seen it before. I'm sure there's some grainy video uh, to be found somewhere on YouTube, but there was a TV show called uh, The Day After, and it really highlighted what it might be like to survive uh, a nuclear strike if, if right. you know, our nations had gone to war and pushed the button. And, of course, we were told, you know, like the th- both nations have their finger on the button right now. Like it was it was like the mid-'80s. Um, That's right. And, 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 of course, this TV show comes out, and suddenly, I think a lot of people realized what it would be like. And if you watch the opening scenes, you know, there's the missiles launch. People are kind of looking at, you know, the sky and seeing all these, you know, large rockets uh, flying through the air. And it's like, okay, like if ours have gone up, theirs have gone up too. You know, like you remember War Games? Remember, remember, remember War Games with Matthew Broderick? Like, I mean, basically, you know, you, you, if you could just imagine, you know, each country sending up, you know, a, a volley of, of missiles capable of destroying entire cities. And, and they captured what they believed it would look like in this uh, made-for-TV series called The Day After. And, of course, when right. the... Um, when the the rockets hit hit you know North American soil, there were these large flashes, and of course, you know you could see everybody's skeleton for a split second, and then you know, yeah. yeah, and then and then because of you know the limitations of computer generated uh, you know uh, graphics of the day, 
we weren't treated we weren't treated to the visuals that this generation uh, perhaps that, uh, would yeah, be able to sense, it? but 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 they said like okay like well yeah like a couple of million people just evaporated and more importantly yeah. the people that were outside the major city centers um, were dying of radiation poisoning and had you know lesions and 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 burns all over them and depending on how far away they were yeah like do you like do you remember all that yeah, just complete chaos. Yeah. You know, nothing, you know, there's no systems in, in place then. You know, it, it just couldn't run. You know, hospitals were destroyed. And yeah, I remember that. Well, yeah. You know, well, like if you were, if you, you know, it almost seemed watching that show that if if you were one of the lucky ones, you were vaporized instantly. Right. Like like I mean like that 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 was kind of the undertone of the entire yeah. show was like, man, you know like if you had been one of the lucky people that just evaporated in a split second, you know when yeah. subjected to the you know the blast, uh, but all the people living on the outside, or the people that were far enough away from the blast that were dying of radiation poisoning. <clears throat> all these people are out now roaming around trying to survive and right. that's that's when things get really really bad is yep. you, you start to see and I said this about The Walking Dead too people years ago said you know why would you watch a zombie TV show I used to always say to them it's not it's not about the zombies it's about no, it's, it, it's about it's about how how bad it can get in the absence of that's government right. and, and some degree of control and regulation of the population like when people are left to their own devices and to fight yeah. for survival, they'll do some pretty fucked up shit. Oh, so, God, yeah. so that that again, that was kind of the Walking Dead of our generation. So you That's you remember right. the fear, and uh, you remember you remember the panic. Maybe the first time you heard the sirens, like uh, oh. and and their idea was to climb under your desk. I love I always love that one. Right. Like get under if if, <laughs> if you hear the horn, get under your desk. And I'm thinking even as a kid after watching after yeah. watching the day after, I'm like what the fuck. What the fuck is my desk going to do? Right? You know? Yeah. You know, it kind of falls, it kind of falls into the same sort of category as strapping your seatbelt on an airplane. Like if you, if if you fall, if you fall out of the sky, you know, a couple of miles up, I doubt my seatbelt's going to do me any good. So as an adult now, I look back at those times and I think, Maybe they should, if it really was going to happen when those sirens went off, maybe they should let us go wild for like 20 minutes, half an hour, you know? Oh, could you imagine the trouble we would have gotten into in the, you know, in the, in the 70s and 80s? Good God. Oh and, my goodness. Well, now, now one of the last things that I want to talk about, because uh, we're running up on 48, 48 minutes here, and I don't want to keep you too much longer, but one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was this. Uh, certainly, uh, you you would qualify as uh, one of our physically challenged shooters, and I, and I don't use the term disability because I don't for one second oh, think I that you're disabled. Call each other gimps. Yeah, uh, no, <laughs> so you, can, you can't. You can't. So you can't do that. Right? You can't do that. You know what? That's. I I I often will laugh and you know uh, call call a fellow Italian you know a wop and say that you know my yeah, my, yeah. my couch in the living room has the plastic on it still like you know but because of Italian, I can get away with that. You can't do that. No, no. But you, you, you know, you're you're not you're not quite as mobile as as many of us. <clears throat> and uh, for people that have never you know met Phil before, uh, Phil, Phil is not confined to wheelchair. You 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 are able to move out of it. I've seen yeah, you do I, it. You I, know, I, you you get you get you get on those uh, crazy those crazy crutches, and you you yep. manage to pull yep. yourself around pretty good, uh, better than some people I know that have the use of their legs. Yep. But, but but Phil, Phil has. Um, 
in, in most cases, he, he has the need to, to be in a, a motorized chair, uh, you know, the tank, as I call it. Yep, that, absolutely. Okay. But, you know, uh, being physically challenged, uh, you, you still manage to engage in a lot of activities that, uh, you know, people might uh, be surprised by. But one of the things that we'll focus on uh, because of who we are is shooting. Uh, you still manage to get out. You still manage to get out shooting and you love uh, firearms. And I know this about you and uh, they've obviously played a, a big part of your life. I know how much you love guns. It rivals my own affection for them. Um, you know, Absolutely. you really, yeah, you, you really are one of those guys that loves guns. So, so now you, you get out shooting and I've noticed something about you. And the, the primary focus of, of this government has been to ban, you know, what they call uh, assault style firearms. Uh, yeah. Or, you know, I've noticed that you like your tactical guns. Can I? Can oh, I? Yeah. All right. And, and these okay. are the subject of the ban. So, I mean, can you please explain to people what what is it that you like about the guns? What is it that makes them the right fit for you? Because, you know, like, well, you, go ahead. I'd have to say that tactical guns like the AR-15, the uh, tactical shotguns yeah. make it easy for me to shoot it just uh, there's there's more moving parts for them mm -hmm. um like i pull back my charging lever on it and then it's the squeeze of the trigger yeah. it's not like a bolt action where i'm one round each time and i have to ma manipulate the bolt for one round yeah so that that's one real bonus and, and a big plus for me, mm -hmm. plus the ergonomics of the new firearms, like the AR-15. I know it's not exactly new on the market, yeah. but they've become more uh, functional for me. Yeah. Uh, just being able to hold them, the size, yeah. that's another difference. Like the shorter ones, like your dough. I yeah. love that. Um, uh, you, let, you, you miss yeah. the dough, don't you? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> but that just fits perfectly in the chair and... Uh, and it, it works just fantastic for me. Uh, so it's like my FD-12, the uh, bullpup shotgun, which yep. is amazing. Uh, it's the right package. It's a, it, it just fits me form perfectly yep. uh, in my chair. Uh, whereas I couldn't, uh, your long traditional shotgun, which I love, like the hunting shotguns are great, but for me, they're just way too unbalanced yeah. far out for me. So yeah. that just doesn't work. So so the newer modern firearms for me have been a real godsend, I say, because it's just made my life easier. Okay. And it, it's, it's like the shorter shotguns, mm -hmm. uh, the tactical shotguns, the tactical rifles that works for me uh, and a lot of other disabled shooters that i know shooting from a wheelchair yeah. um it's that we're able to maneuver them easier a lot easier yeah. um from side to side and, yeah. and and the weight is a big issue too yeah uh, and like the older firearms are great and i love them but when you've got a 10 12 10 plus pound rifle yeah that's got a long out uh, stock in front of it and that it's very hard to balance it for me it's uh, I can do it sometimes yeah but it's it doesn't bring the same I, pleasure for other ones I've seen I've seen you do it I, I you know yeah, I, you, yeah, you're right. you're no slouch man like I, I I put I put just about anything in your hands but I mean obviously what you're describing to people and I'll, I'll just I'll just recap it quickly is, yeah, is obviously obviously the you, you mentioned the AR-15 which is you know definitely the focus of this government's uh, yeah. you know, maliciousness but, yeah it's it's not unbelievable. Well, it's it's not it's not a new design. It's been around for you know well over sixty years now. That's right. 
And, and so this was, this was, you know, an improvement on a rifle. I mean, it was, it was, it was made of, you know, a lot of plastic parts and that made it lighter. And uh, of course there are different uh, lengths of barrel that are available. And this is probably the most modular firearm in existence today, which is why it's so incredibly popular, but I mean, they're lighter, uh, you know, in some cases they can be shorter and they, they are, you know, uh, they have evolved rather over the years and have become, you know, more ergonomic and uh, certainly you know a platform that a lot of people enjoy but you're kind of indicating that it works out well uh you know your your movement is somewhat restricted uh you know by 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 your uh condition and so you find so you find it easier to use those types of firearms so like there's there's a whole group of people out there that use these types of firearms not because they're any more badass or dangerous or lethal but 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 because they they actually make a lot more sense um you know they're they're easier to hold they're easier to hold up they're easy to maneuver and uh, they're lighter which uh, of course yeah. is really appealing to a, a guy uh dealing with your challenges and yep. there's there's a lot of people yep. like you and and that that's, that's where right. yeah and, and that's where that's where i would come to this um for people that uh have their movement restricted uh and or are struggling through uh what some would call physical disability all right the idea that you would be able to engage in uh, an incredible social activity because that's really what it is uh of, of shooting yep. firearms and enjoy um being able to keep up with uh you know the guy right next to you, uh, in many cases, pass right on by him. It's got to be a good feeling to, to oh, participate. It's, it's my freedom. It's my freedom from my disability. It, yeah. It's absolutely the place where, when I go to the range, that's a place where I level with my peers. I feel like I'm healthy again there. Uh, I get out of my head. You know, it's it, it's just, it's like, okay, I'm here in my happy place. And, you know, it, it it's is- not... I've been doing it since I was five years old and, and uh, cause my father was police officer and, uh, and just, it was just, uh, there were hunters and shooters in the family. And so it was just like a given to do this. And it, it was as natural as going to play golf for us. Wow. You know, I, yeah. he- hearing, hearing you say those words, you know, that it's, that it's freedom and Wow. Like, I mean, thank, thank, you know, I, I really, no, no, I really appreciate you sharing that with us. Uh, that that's, it's really important. I think that people understand, um, you know, what this means to a lot of people in this country. Uh, it's not just a, it's not just a hobby. It's not a, no. you know, it's not just a pastime. It's a, it's a lifestyle. It's freedom. It's, it's, it's the thing that they love, you know, and will, you know, actually book vacations around. Like, I mean, what do you, what do you like to do with your free time more than anything else in the world, Phil? I go shooting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yep. and, and for sure. some people, and for some people that's golfing, for some people that's fishing, yep. for some people that's camping, you know, yep. for some people it's, you know, investing all that money in, in your car yep. stereo, whatever you want to call it. Yep. You know, there's so many people out there that really, really love this great this sport of ours. And this, yeah. That I can participate in physically. Yeah. I can't run. I can't jump. I can't play golf. I can't play baseball can't play hockey you know so but you can things. shoot but you can shoot up <laughs> you can shoot a gun though i've seen That's you right. shoot a gun i'll That's tell right. you you can keep up with the best of them buddy i love it it's 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 been the greatest joy you know like my brother and i would be talking about going to this place in utah mm-hmm. that has a door range like nothing else it's like 
They have an indoor skate range. They have a they have a 300 meter uh, range in a tunnel, like for down in the basement. They have everything you could want. They have a restaurant in the place. It's like, you know, it's it's your version of Disneyland, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, what, you want you want to know what I'm looking forward to more than anything else in the world right now. What's that? Seeing you get your ass down to Battlefield Vegas and being oh and being and being out at the outdoor range with us one day there, oh, I, I'm imagining you turning that that wheelchair of yours into like a mobile gun turret, and and you're gonna you're gonna have a blast. I, I definitely I definitely am looking forward to the day that we get to share some time on the line uh, in the oh, great state of Nevada. Right? Yeah, that's we're gonna make that, that happen one of these days. Fantastic! Well, you know what, dude? It's gonna happen. Soon Sooner or later, they're going to open the borders, and we're going to be able to do that again. Let's uh, let's hope for a big win in the U.S., and we'll hopefully yep. get things turned around up here too, so we can make it happen. Absolutely, we got to get rid of Justin Trudeau, the menace to our country. Uh, you know, I knew I. You know what? I knew, I knew you weren't going to finish this podcast without taking a poke at him. <laughs> I have to. I'm sorry. It's just. It's just this guy is not what Canada is. No. You know. No. It's he just isn't. He's he's nothing. We've never had anybody close to him that that just continually just wreaks havoc with our. He's wreaked havoc for our economy. He's taking trying to steal our freedoms. People, if you can't see that, wake up because he's trying to steal what you have, and it'll be hard to get back if he takes it away. Yeah. Well, it's a work in progress, buddy. We're doing yep. our part, and uh, I really appreciate you taking part in this podcast and uh, sharing a bit of conversation with both me I and would. our audience. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, buddy. Well, you know what? we're going to wrap this one up. I'm going to uh, sign good. off now, and uh, you and I are going to get back on the phone in a couple of minutes, and we'll uh, okay. we'll pick ourselves a day to get out on the line. Okay. That sounds fantastic. Okay, buddy. You take care. Have yep. a great day. Yep. You too. Pleasure. All right, folks, don't forget to like and subscribe to us on YouTube and on Instagram. Hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And as always, don't forget to shoot straight. Stay safe.